Hi everyone and welcome. This is the Be Well, Be Safe, Be Happy, Eat Ice Cream podcast and I'm your host, Coach Brad. This podcast is about love, life, health, and the pursuit of happiness. If you've ever felt unfulfilled or that there is more to life than what you are currently experiencing, that there is a better version of you waiting to appear, including how to keep weight off permanently, how to be happy, healthy, and fulfilled unconditionally, and live a life in alignment with the more authentic version of you, then this podcast is for you. In summary, this podcast is about transforming you from the person you are to the person you were meant to be. With that, let's get started. This episode of the Be Well, Be Safe, Be Happy, Eat Ice Cream podcast is brought to you by the One of a Kind You podcast. The One of a Kind You podcast is a podcast for moms, stay-at-home moms, working moms, new moms, stepmoms, and even moms getting ready to be empty nesters. There is a part of every mom's journey and all that is shared from the struggles to the wins and everything in between. If you're a mom looking to find connection, feel less overwhelmed, and feel more confident not only in your motherhood journey, but in life as well, then tune in to One of a Kind You wherever you stream your podcast. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out. Welcome to another episode of the Be Well, Be Safe, Be Happy, Eat Ice Cream podcast. The podcast all about love, life, health, and the pursuit of happiness. Imagine a life where you wake up every day, come home in the evening feeling tired and exhausted, eat dinner, and go to sleep. Then wake up the next day and repeat the cycle all over again. Now, Imagine a life where you are living completely free and in alignment with your higher purpose. Is such a thing even possible? And how do you live a life that is completely free and in alignment with your higher purpose? In this episode today, I am speaking with a young woman who went from the corporate world of 9 to 5 living to living a life of freedom and higher calling. And, I might add, she did it with virtually no money in her pocket. Along her journey, she discovered what true freedom really is and what it means to be living a life of true freedom and alignment with your true, authentic self. Today we'll be talking specifically about what true freedom is and how you can live a life of true freedom and alignment with your more authentic self. We'll explore such questions as, what does freedom mean? What does it mean to be truly free? And, what does it take to live a more authentic, fulfilled life blessed with happiness? My guest today, her name is Vivi Tai, and this is her story and lessons of transformation she has learned along the way. Vivi is a writer, author of the book, Living Through Alchemy, A Transformational Journey to Freedom, Healer, and now seeks to help others find their path of freedom to live their authentic self. Because only by living our authentic self can we be living a truly fulfilled life of happiness. Vivi, welcome to the podcast. It's so good to have you here today. I'm so excited. How, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you, Brad? I'm very excited to be here as well. 
Yeah, you know, I'm I'm excited because we were just talking a little bit off camera and you're living the van lifestyle and I'm living the RV lifestyle and we've got very similar <laughs> passions and lifestyles and your journey is very similar to, to mine in the fact that you were working a corporate job nine to five and why don't we just start there? Tell us what happened. You were working nine to five and something wasn't right and all of a sudden you discovered your passion and your freedom and, and now you're living this incredible life and I see you're smiling and you're happy. So do tell what are the secrets <laughs> the secret is just just follow your heart <laughs> i think that yeah. that's my biggest secret but yeah so i had a normal life just like everyone else uh before i started my van life i was working in the hospital as a clinical engineer in boston after i graduated from my grad school because uh, that's all you really know right uh, you are taught since you were young that you have to go to school graduate get a job mm -hmm. get married buy a yep. house have kids and all that and i was following that path really strictly of course and for me i am a vietnamese at that time when i was working in boston i was on a visa basis i was on h1b visa because I came to the US as a student. I came as an exchange student and then I switched my visa to international student. So obviously uh, I had to follow the visa path and my employment uh, dictates my visa, which means if I lose my employment, I would lose my visa and my right to stay in the country. Okay. And I came to the U.S. when I was very young, at 17, uh, so I came for high school. So uh, at the time that I was working in Boston, that was already 12 years of living and working in the U.S. So I was very attached to the country. I love the place. I love Boston so much. So I did everything that I could to hold on to the place and the dream. And uh, that was like the American dream for me. And so it was, I pushed myself to uh, chase on the status, to keep working harder, to please other people. It was one of the reasons why I decided to go to grad school. So I make myself more um, attractive to employers. Mm -hmm. Because it's to get an H-1B visa is not really easy. You have to be very competitive and you have to be on the top of the top. Uh, if you're not familiar with it, like there's millions of people apply for H-1B visa and there's only a very small amount that the government issues uh, within the year and you and there's a bracket within the months of the year that you can only apply for it so it was extremely competitive so if I get a job offer that sponsor an H1B visa I was like I it's already hard enough so you don't really have a choice to choose. So this is the employer that you have to work with and if you don't like them then you can switch if you, uh, it's not like with American, you can switch employment like whenever, and if you don't like them, then you just go to the next one. Right. Uh, but here, 
example, in my situation, if it doesn't work out, I would lose my visa and I would have to go back home immediately. Uh, there's no grace period. So I would, that, that was the reason why I had to work really hard and I pushed myself to the ground and have to uh, uh, bend my, my head in order to please other people because I was so afraid being, you know, kick off and leave the country. <laughs> well, maybe, so at the, real quick, let me, let me ask you. So how were you feeling during this time? Were you burnt out, stressed out, not feeling like you were in alignment or? Oh, yes, definitely okay. burnt out all the time. And I was stressed and depressed. Uh, I had to go to uh, a social worker and <laughs> to, like, had her check on me. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I, and I feel like I had to carry a rock on my shoulder and I uh, had like um, a back pain, a chronic back pain during that time uh, because I was just too afraid, <laughs> too afraid to leave the country. <laughs> and now I'm just like, oh, I'm so happy that I left, <laughs> you know. So what, what happened? You eventually did have to leave the country and go back to Vietnam. Yeah. So kind of yeah, what happened I, there and how did you how did you get towards this van life then? Yeah, I, I just couldn't stand the pressure and eventually the employment didn't work out, obviously. So I was forced to leave and I couldn't uh, stand the the idea of going back home to Vietnam and faced my family with shame um, because they had a lot of expectation on me because <sighs> I was the only kid in the family that have the highest degree and um, the only one that in engineering and is everyone has high hope for me. And so when I was going back home with nothing, I feel like a failure and I felt like too much shame and I just couldn't hold my head up and really look at anyone in the eyes. So I just keep distance from everyone and I didn't talk to anyone. <laughs> uh, it, it was probably one of the hardest time in my life because I felt like I was in the dark uh, abyss of my life and I just couldn't do with the fear of failure and the fear of the unknown and what is going to happen now that I lose everything that I built up for over a decade in the U.S. So uh, during that time, I also stumbled upon the book, The Alchemist, uh, because I was kind of searching for uh, the, the question in my life, like, why do I exist and why do I have to go through all of this? And what's my, what, what's my purpose? Like, why I'm here and why do I have to suffer so much? And why do I have to be born to be a Vietnamese? And I had to face all this, you know, uh, all, all, all this mess. And I was like, if I, if I could have been born in America, life would have been so much easier for me. So I blame a lot on my own heritage. Uh, for all the trouble that I was going through and I blame for life was to be so unfair to me. <laughs> Why did you take me to America and now bring me back to Vietnam? <laughs> 
So what did, what did so, you what did you come up with in terms of answers and how did you slowly, you know, how, how long were you in Vietnam and then you, you came back to Canada and how did this whole van life come up then? So uh, I, I went back to Vietnam for about two years and I started to apply for immigration to Canada because during that time in Asia, I was traveling. I, I started doing solo traveling. It was a way for me to escape my family and the reality that I didn't want to do with. So traveling was a way for me to first escape, then uh, gather myself back from all the different places, all the different pieces that was torn apart. <laughs> and that was how I started to really fall in love with traveling. And it's reaffirmed my, my passion for wanting to be a nomad. Because I, when I was in Boston, I actually met a friend who was an actual nomad means he was traveling for seven years, hopping from countries to countries uh, around the world. And it was so fascinating. And I was like, this, this is what I wanted to do and to be as well, because I love traveling ever since I was a kid. Uh, but because uh, I, I, I got so focused on work and studying and over the years, I kind of forgot that, even though in the back of my mind, I was like, if, if I could have had the green card, uh, if I could have had like the, the US citizenship, maybe I can travel around the world, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So green card was like my, uh, my symbol of freedom, because I wanted to have that level of freedom that uh, my country's citizenship didn't offer because traveling in South Asia was all I could do because for me being a Vietnamese, if I want to travel around the world everywhere I go, I have to uh, ask for visa. Yeah. I, I have to go do the visa application process and it's very tricky. It's also very expensive and time consuming. Like there's no way I can do it. Like my friend just hopping from one country to the next. He just basically go on Google and, and or the map and he just like, hmm, what country should I go next week? <laughs> yeah, that's nice. That would be nice. So you eventually, yeah. you, you applied to Canada. You got, I guess, a work visa to go to Canada. And then you landed in Canada. And what, you found just another nine to five job or? Um, so when I applied for Canada, I knew that I, they, they actually get me a permanent residence. Uh Luckily, all the work that I did in the U.S. on the record I did in U.S. didn't go to waste because it helps me a lot with the application process to immigration to Canada. So when I um, when I was planning my my life in Canada, I was like, "This is my second chance. Uh, I don't want to mess it up." Like. I was in the US. So I wanted to do something else differently. And I was exploring different lifestyle. And I was very into minimalism, because I love traveling. So, you know, when you travel, 
the, the, the smaller your suitcase, the lighter your stuff, the easier for you to move around. Yes. yes. So <laughs> I know that, yes. <laughs> so I was into uh, tiny houses and that's how I discovered the van life community. And the more I researched into it, the more it seemed to be suitable for me. And especially because I have my dog as well. Um, whom I adopted from Vietnam. And I just thought that it would be great if we could have our own place. Um, and it's not a big investment like a tiny house or uh, buying a condo or an apartment. So, and because I love traveling, so it seemed to match everything that I was looking for. So when I got to Vancouver, BC, I gave myself three months to find a van and exactly within three months, I move into my van. <laughs> Talk ah. about manifestation. <laughs> so you, you felt before like, you know, in Boston and whatnot, you were kind of out of alignment. And then all of a sudden this van life, you felt more in alignment, I guess, with your, I guess, what would you call it? Your purpose? Or you, you talk about this idea of freedom. Is that what you mean? Yes, because I wanted to, um to be myself to be free and to really get to know me and i think that's probably the biggest reason that i wanted to go with van life uh, because i in in the beginning i was thinking that if i can cut down my living expenses then i don't have to work full time and i can use that extra amount of time to just do what I love, what to just follow my interest and my passion. And hopefully I can understand clearer my path uh, and what I'm meant to do in this life because I was clueless. I just knew that I didn't want to go back to be an engineer anymore. So it's now the war is your oyster. So there are yeah. too many options. So how do you pick? So I just allow myself to, to, to follow my passion, my interest, and just go with my heart and whatever my heart tell me. Uh, and so that's, that's what I did in Vancouver. And whatever intrigued me, I go and I kind of just figure it out, whether it's suitable for me, whether this could be a long term. And I was very interested in coffee. Uh, so I applied to be a barista because I was thinking maybe I could be, uh, I, I could have my own coffee shop one day. <laughs> uh, but it, that didn't turn out to be, um, it, it didn't feel like it was good enough for me. I always feel like there's something more that I needed to explore. Uh, even though the job was fun, it uh, led me to something else. And I thought that maybe this is it. Maybe I can do this in longer term. But it, 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 it just kept telling me that uh, normal jobs, like, it's not suitable for me. Like you have to go do something else. So entrepreneur is always in the back of my mind. And I was like, maybe I should pursue this. I should let go of really completely get go, let go of the corporate, even if full-time, part-time, even a contract, whatever. I have to go find my old path. 
And that's exactly what I did during the pandemic because um, I just didn't feel fulfilled. Even though I loved the job, I, I was passionate about coffee and everything worked out perfectly for me. And uh, I had great coworkers. I have great uh, uh, manager and the job was super fun. Uh, everything was working well. So why wasn't I happy? <laughs> yeah. So why weren't you happy? Yeah. yeah. If you had a great, you loved your job, you had great coworkers. Yeah. Why, why weren't you happy then? Yeah. It just didn't feel like fulfilled. There was something more. Uh, I just knew that I, I, I wanted to do something meaningful, something that is impactful. And <clears throat> I, I didn't have that in my previous job, I, but it taught me a lesson that if I just follow my interests, to follow my passion, it's a lot better <laughs> than my engineering job. <laughs> so uh, I, well, here, real it, quick, it gave me a sign. Yeah, real quick, here's <laughs> the catch 22. So the engineering job obviously probably paid a lot more and had benefits and, you know, it, you know, society says, oh, that's a really good prestigious job. I mean, I'll, I'll let folks know that you have a master's degree in biomedical engineering. That, that's, that's, that's pretty good. You're, you're a very, very smart woman. Uh, so how did you, well, I guess let me ask first. So you were following your passion. Were you ever afraid? Did you ever have doubts? Did you get scared? How were you able to overcome that and keep going? And did you ever want to go back to just getting a nine to five professional career type job or? I always have doubt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's impossible not to, but I think you just have to deal with it and uh, move forward. Uh, it just, just keep moving forward with, I, I don't know, I get my intuition, what it's telling me to do. Going back to an active job, definitely no. Mm. Even though I know being an entrepreneur, you don't just work nine to five, you work oh, 24 you hours. You do. I'm learning that very quickly. Yeah, it's 24 hours, seven days a week. Yeah, it's significantly it's harder, but more fulfilling. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And I feel like so much more alive with where I am now and who I have become because I, I love this version of me a lot more than the person that I was, even though every step of the way that I go forward, there's always something that scared me and of course I, I would have to stop and you know look at it and examine it mm -hmm. and uh, of course there's doubt in my mind but learning what I learned and going through the process that I went through I had tools and uh, ways that I do to deal with all that uh, fear and doubts and I think that I have overcome quite a lot of fears in my life already <laughs> and 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 make myself more comfortable with being uncomfortable yes. so that's so th that's yeah so th that's the reason this lifestyle has 
taught me to grow so much because with van life you have to do with unknown circumstances all the time if not like every day <laughs> um let me let me Vivi, let me ask you a couple of questions from your uh, your um, profile on Podmatch. There were some really good things there. Then I want to get into your book a little bit. But in your profile, you talk about this idea of living your authentic self. What what do you mean by that? And I guess how do you do that? Uh, for me, how I did that was just really follow my heart. Follow like I take every step and just let that unfold along the way and I started with just my passion my interest what I'm curious about and I really and that which was the van life in the beginning and that helps me to understand myself more the more I get to know who I am the more I feel authentic with myself. Because I think the person that I was, even though I thought I was authentic with myself, but I didn't really know who I was. I felt completely lost in my life. So that's why even though at the time I may be feel authentic, but I wasn't really authentic with myself because I didn't feel like more aligned with who I am you know so living authentic mean you have to know yourself first mm. so that you can be more aligned with yourself your higher purpose and the universe and i think that be more authentic and the way that i started doing that was just following my heart and that was the biggest key and the biggest lesson in my life and I think it's key you did that, even though society would say to do the opposite. And even though from your background coming from Vietnam, which has very strong, I, I've been to Vietnam, I've spent time, I, I lived in Southeast Asia for many years, so I know the culture. That's a very strongly rooted family that you were saying puts a lot of pressure on you for that professional career nine to five job. So you kind of ignored all of that and just listened to your heart. And that's kind of one of the real true secrets. I, would you say? Yeah, um, it wasn't easy for me to do that in the beginning, obviously, but after my biggest failure, <laughs> um, I, I, I just shut down all the noises and I was just like, no, I have to listen to myself now because I couldn't stand on the pressure anymore. I think at some point I was just like enough is enough and I was just hitting the ceiling and I just couldn't follow that path anymore <laughs> I think that's huge yeah you just said it you have to listen to yourself and you kind of have to and I'm learning to do the same right now you have to drown out the noises of even family or society uh, to live that truly authentic and fulfilled life uh, let me ask you another question so we're going to start to get more into the book here but you, you talk about this transformational journey of freedom uh, explain a little bit more about exactly what that means so would you say that you are free now or what is freedom or um so what is freedom to me freedom is it's so much bigger than just yeah uh you know i'm uh i'm i'm free to do what i do <clears throat> it's like the ultimate freedom to uh to the ascension process 
really. And am I am I completely free? I think that I'm on the process and it's like an expansion process. So it's just never end. Mm -hmm. Just like the universe uh, is expand and is contract. And my whole life, I've always feel trapped. Uh, it's probably the reason why I put myself in the situation to feel trapped because um, I always feel trapped in my mind. So that's why I always wanted to be free. But how I obtained my freedom back then was just following the, the ranking uh, in the society and the status to achieve better degrees and getting a uh, higher pay job and pleasing all the people to, uh, to get to that you know, level of freedom, but that didn't work, obviously, because that was a materialistic uh, mindset, like 3D mindset to get to that freedom. And the more I was on that path, the more I felt trapped. I, I it, it was the reason why I decided to leave the US, because I just feel like, <sighs> whatever I do, I always feel trapped. And I, it's, there was no, to the point that there was no way out for me anymore. So I had to let that idea go. And I had to, to change, to switch myself to a different mindset. And it was, maybe I had the advantage because I was at the blank slate. Mm -hmm. uh, where I felt like I didn't have anything to lose. So I chose to do things differently um, by living a different lifestyle. And that helps me to understand a bit more what freedom really is. And it set me on a completely different journey that I didn't expect. And the more I go further along to this journey, I realized the freedom that I had in my mind that was actually not freedom. Mm -hmm. um, so until I let go of that idea and allow myself just to follow the unknown uh, and just let it guide me, then it's actually show me what freedom really means. And I can say that I am a lot more free now, living my lifestyle and where I am and what I do compared to uh, what I had before, even though I don't have a nice, fancy, one bedroom apartment like I used to have in Boston, but I am so much happier now. And for me, that is actually a huge success because I have let go of that trap to achieve what I achieve now. And I feel more at ease within myself. I feel so much more online. And of course, I feel a lot more free. So when people come to me and I have this all the time. People always come to me and ask me about van life. Um, and 
uh, they say, I want to be free like you, but I can't because right. I have families and I have jobs right. and I have partners. I just, I, I can't let go of it. Like, how, how do I do that, B? Yeah, so what, um, what do you tell them? I was, that was going to be what my next question, actually. How, how do you do that if you've got a family and all that? Well, you know, in the practical answer, there's a way for you to compromise, to uh, still travel and live this lifestyle and have time for yourself. And in, uh, in another time, uh, which I call a seasonal van life, uh, in a couple months of the year, you can, you can stay in put and uh, spend time with your family uh, and your, your partners and, and so on. For me, because I didn't have family here in Canada. However, I did leave my family in Vietnam to pursue this lifestyle in a whole different country. I can still be in touch with them uh, remotely. I just have to know what is, um, what is my value? Because for some people, they may value uh, family first, or they may value comfort and luxury. And this, this lifestyle may not offer them that. And if you go into this lifestyle, you may struggle because you're going to go against your value. But I always know my biggest value is freedom. Mm -hmm. So when I go with this lifestyle I feel more aligned with my value and it's the reason why it keeps me going and how much I actually enjoy myself and for others they if if they're not aligned with their value it may be more difficult for them to actually enjoy the lifestyle because they always feel like uh, being pulled back to uh, to a different value that they may have missed yeah, so I think anyone listening, the important point to take home here is it's not so much the lifestyle, rather it's following the values. So if your values take you down the, the path of, of minimalism and van life, then that's for you. If it takes you down the path of, I don't know, 15,000 square foot mansion, uh, <laughs> maybe that's the path for you. I like the word you use, uh, freedom. The word I use, now that I hear you and, and listen to you more, the word I use is adventure. Uh, that's mm. my value. And so RV living, camping, recreation, that brings uh, that sense of adventure to me. Uh, let's get into your book for just a moment, Vivi. So uh, Vivi is the author. The name of her book is Living Through Alchemy, A Transformational Journey to Freedom. Talk, talk a little bit about your book. <clears throat> so what's it all about and why did you write it? So the book is about my whole life journey up until last year okay <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was when I actually discovered alchemy and what it really meant to me because that opened up my perception and my understanding about life and I just thought that people need to know this ancient knowledge it just it's it was life-changing for me because when I was able to understand my life path, I was able to understand uh, more about who I am and where I'm going and what I want to do with my life uh, further down the road. Uh, and 
not just that I, the more I understand the, the journey, it helps me to be more compassionate with everything that I went through. And it was so much easier for me to forgive people that hurt me or people that I blame that wronged me. So having the awareness is key and understanding that all the challenges or the struggles that you have to go through, it may be just uh, a, a challenge that helps you to grow. And it may just be an alchemical process and that you would have to go through this pressure so that you can transform and be a better person uh, and and be closer to your higher self because alchemy is all about transformation and transmutation. The good word, transmutation. Yeah, the, the 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 concept of alchemy is about uh, turning lead into gold. So that's the metaphor. Lead is the representation of your heavier self, uh, of your uh, the, the, the body or the self that carries so much uh, indoctrination, negative beliefs, everything that makes you feel heavy in the mind and in the body. So alchemy would have to happen. And how do you transform lead into gold? It has to go uh, you have to burn it down and douse it into water and separate the material. So it's a very harsh process, right? So it's, it's not easy. So of course you would have to go through a lot of pain, a lot of struggle, a lot of hardship. But through that process, it removes the impurity and it makes you lighter. So that's how you turn yourself into gold. So that's why gold is precious. Um, and that's representation of your higher self, your lighter body. And the, well, the lighter we are, the easier for us to fly like the butterfly. <laughs> yeah, that's very um, true. Lighter in terms of like less stress, less baggage, less worries, uh, that, that type of thing. Uh, let me let me ask you sort of one final question here, Vivi. You've kind of talked a lot about this already, and maybe we can just summarize everything we've said today and talked about with this final question. But what does it take to truly live a fulfilled life of happiness? What does it take to have a fulfilled life? For me, uh, there's several things. First of all, again, I would have to say following the heart is always the key and keeping yourself in balance. I think uh, for minimalism, it's actually all about balance. Get rid of things that you don't need so you have more room for uh, what you may need and uh, that keeps you in check all the time for being in balance. So for me, I think that would be the key. Just do what I love and just follow my passion and allow it to 
guide me where I need to be for my highest good. Because I think that we do have limitation in our mind, even though we want to manifest for whatever that is best for us. But the limitation that we have, we may not know that there's something better. And so when we open ourselves to let the universe just guide us, it may lead us to a much better path than what we could ever imagine. And I think that's really my case because when I left the US, I did not really imagine the van lifestyle but because I was open to it and I was able to let go. So now it let me here because for me, nomadic life was like being like my friend who was hopping from country to country, but there's a completely different nomadic lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And now living this van lifestyle, I was just, I just completely in awe. It's, it's like a whole lot better than what I was actually imagine so open yourself follow your passion and just open yourself to receive and let the universe to to guide you yes there's certain things that you can manifest but I don't put myself to be so rigid and and structured this is exactly what it has to be but at the same time you need to be flexible like water and just uh, receive whatever that come to you for your highest good and yeah and to for me in order to stay healthy and to keep uh, myself in check I always sometimes have to purge my stuff because it's a small space and it's also helped me to remind myself that there's things I need to let go physically, also things that I need to let go in my mind as well, whatever that is unhealthy. So that's, that's what I do. <laughs> you just, you just summed all that up very beautifully. Uh, Vivi, if someone wants to get in touch with you or get a hold of your book, how can they do that? Uh, I do have a website. It's called livingthroughalchemy.com. That's also the title of my book as well. So uh, everyone can go check out my website and download the first chapter uh, for free. And I am also active on social media. My Instagram handle is smileyvv05. That's smiley face, D-I-V-I-05. And I also have a YouTube channel. It's called Personal Growth Through Van Life. It's where I share a little bit about my van life journey and my life lesson in general. Because, of course, I'm always passionate about personal development, personal growth, and spirituality. So I, I share a lot of that on my YouTube channel as well. Very good. And I will put uh, links to all of that in the podcast show notes for your website. And I'll put a link to Amazon for your book and all that. And then, of course, all your social media handles. 
Vivi, this has been, I, I have goosebumps. I love being able to meet people like you and, and talk to people like you. I've learned a ton today. And for everyone listening, I want to say thank you very much for being here and listening today. I know there's a ton of podcasts out there, so I definitely appreciate you tuning in to the, the Be Well, Be Safe, Be Happy, Eat Ice Cream podcast. And if you are listening, please do me a solid favor. Hit that subscribe button. Leave me a five-star review. I would very much appreciate it. This is some good stuff right here. Uh, Vivi has got literally the the secrets of life figured out, uh, so to speak. It's not necessarily about that nine to five job, but more about following what's in your heart. And the more of us are starting to figure that out and to actually do that. And you see, we're smiling, we're happy, we're laughing, we're not stressed out, we're not burned out like the the typical, uh, you know, noise that society makes about getting the job. Again, go to uh, livingthroughalchemy.com. That's where you can reach Vivi. And also, please, again, hit that subscribe button and leave me that five-star review. I would sure appreciate it. Thank you so much again for listening. And until next time, this is Coach Brad. As I always say, be well, be safe, be happy, eat ice cream. Take care, everyone. We'll see you next time. In today's episode, we learned that there are two noises. The noise of society, which says, get the career job, the house, the car, the family. Then there is the noise of your heart, which, as was the case with Vivi today, took her down a path of minimalism and van life, which she had never even thought about and was completely unexpected for her. However, we learned that true fulfillment and happiness comes from listening to that noise of your heart, then having the courage to follow it. Vivi went against the grain of both society and even her own family, but the reward is now a life of complete bliss, fulfillment, and happiness. Wherever you are in your life, take a moment to listen. Listen to your heart. What is it telling you? We all know stories of millionaires who are not fulfilled, and so if you are seeking greater fulfillment in your life, tune into that noise of your heart and allow it to guide you where it is meant to guide you. As both Vivi and I have learned, Fear and self-doubt are normal and common, but we don't let those stop us from defining who we are. We have both chosen to follow the noise that is our heart. If you are feeling uncertain or insecure about what is next for you and your life, you are not alone. Many of us have been there. Listen and re-listen to this episode as many times as you need until it resonates with you and you begin to live that life from your heart. For it is in living that life from your heart, as we learn today from Vivi, you will ultimately find that peace, joy, happiness, and fulfillment that you are seeking. This episode of the Be Well, Be Safe, Be Happy, Eat Ice Cream podcast is brought to you by the One of a Kind You podcast. The One of a Kind You podcast is a podcast for moms, stay-at-home moms, working moms, new moms, stepmoms, and even moms getting ready to be empty nesters. There is a part of every mom's journey and all that is shared from the struggles to the wins and everything in between. If you're a mom looking to find connection, feel less overwhelmed, and feel more confident not only in your motherhood journey, but in life as well, then tune in to One of a Kind You wherever you stream your podcast. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out. This has been a production of the Be Well, Be Safe, Be Happy, Eat Ice Cream podcast. For more information on how you can work with me, my products and books, including my all-new book, The Slow Easy, A Beginner's 12-Week Guide for Getting Fit and Healthy and Running Your First 5K, 
visit my website at www.trainingwithcoachbrad.com. This book introduces a whole new method to being fit and healthy, something I call the slow easy. Be sure and look for that. You can also find all of my social media handles there, trainingwithcoachbrad.com. And remember, if you like what you have heard, please pay it forward by hitting the subscribe button, sharing this with a friend, and leaving me a five-star review.